Hello, and welcome back to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. This week is going to be what I believe to be a extremely powerful episode because in this episode, I'm sharing the short story of one of my clients' biggest subconscious breakthroughs and how we got to the bottom of one of her biggest subconscious blocks that has been holding her back in her life and in her business and her income. And the reason why I'm really excited to share this story with you is because we talk a lot on this podcast about subconscious blocks and how they are the things that are holding us back and how Our subconscious is always trying to keep us safe by keeping us in our current position, even if we desperately want to be at that next level in our life and in our business. But the subconscious can be so tricky because it is trying with all of its might to not show you where these blocks are because, again, it's trying to keep you safe. That is its job. And because of that, it can be so hard for us to see and figure out what those blocks are. And on the podcast, I talk so much about, oh, if you don't have this, it's because there's a block. And if you want this and you don't have it, there's a block. And that's helpful in some ways. But what I think is going to be more powerful is for you to really see and experience a tangible example of what this looks like in real life. Because I think seeing how this plays out in reality versus in theory is going to help you in your own journey see where some of these subconscious blocks may be hiding in your own life or at least help you understand like wow there's some really deep digging that I have to do to get to the core of a limiting belief Um, because that's ultimately what you want to remove similar to the way you would rip out a weed from a garden you you can't just like kind of pull it out at the top you have to rip it out from its root otherwise it's going to grow back that's the same thing with limiting beliefs a lot of times people are working on surface level limiting beliefs and then they're still struggling with things like worthiness and making money or whatever it is and it's because they haven't gotten to the root so I'm really excited to share this story shout out to my incredible client who is remaining anonymous but has given me permission to share this story here today to really give you guys this in-depth look at what it looks like when you're doing this deep subconscious work now background on me and this client so when this client came to work with me I want you guys to know she is not someone who is new to mindset or manifestation or even the subconscious mind. In fact, she knows a lot about the subconscious mind. She herself has been certified to do some subconscious reprogramming and releasing modalities. So she's very familiar with the power of the subconscious mind and looking for blocks. And she does this with her clients. But she had been at the same income level for the past two years. And when she came to me, she was like, this is what I've been making for the last two years. I know there's something in the subconscious because I live and breathe this work, but I don't know what it is. She was like, I'm sure I can figure it out on my own, but she was like, I want to get there faster. And I know you're going to be able to help me find those blocks and work through it faster, right? And she, her ultimate goal is to be able to about triple her annual income from the last two years. 
And so over the last few weeks, we have been diving deep into limiting beliefs and blocks and just peeling it all back layer by layer and layer. And there's a lot of other things that have gone on that I'm not going to share in this podcast, but there is one thing in particular that happened that I really wanted to share. So um, since she is my one-on-one client, when people work with me one-on-one, they obviously get access to one-on-one coaching. So I'm meeting with them weekly. We have our Voxer chat, so we're talking all the time. But in addition to that, I give them access to all of my online programs that either I'm currently selling or have sold in the past. Now, what that looks like right now is I have my online course, Next Level University, and I have an online 30-day EFT program called Tapping Into Abundance. Now, what Tapping Into Abundance is, it's a 30-day money manifestation EFT program. So each day you go into the portal and there's a video with me and we're going to work on and tap through a different money block every single day. So my client, as we started working together, just decided to do that as well. She wanted to do that every day in addition to the one-on-one work that we were doing. And so one of the exercises within that 30-day program is an exercise that forces you or encourages you (laughs) to look at money as a reflection of yourself. Now, this can be an entirely separate podcast episode, but that's truly what it is. Money Money really is like the carrot on the stick that the universe is dangling in front of us because we're going to pay attention to things like money because it's so prevalent in our lives and so we place so much importance on it. But money is actually the symbol for the universe trying to get us to work on these deeper things like love and acceptance and worthiness and all of those things. And so it uses money as the carrot to get you to pay attention to these other things. So if you can start to personify money and think about even now, we can can do a very, very short version of this. I want you to think about if you're going to have a conversation with money about how you truly feel right now, you don't have to worry about trying to be nice, but just say what you would say to money. What would that look like? Would that be like, oh my gosh, money, I love you. We're best friends. Like, thank you so much for everything. Would that be the first thing you said to money or would you be like money? WTF, where have you been? I can't rely on you. I can't trust you. I never know if you're going to show up or not. Like, what would that conversation look like? Be honest. And then realize that how you're thinking about money is actually how you're thinking about yourself. So if you're thinking like, I can't trust you, you're evil, you never show up for me. Well, where do you feel like you don't think you're a good person or you don't show up or trust yourself, right? It's always a reflection of ourselves. And my client was going through this exercise in the program and it was bringing up a lot of stuff for her. And she sent me a Voxer note and she was talking about for her, what was coming up for her was like, you know, making money, having the success, like living her life was too good to be true. That was the the first like level of awareness of what was starting to come through. She's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize you know, this just feels like if I want this, it's all too good to be true. Like it it can't really happen like that. Shoe is going to, the other shoe is going to drop energy. And from there, diving a little bit deeper, she realized she was actually harboring a lot of shame and guilt around money and specifically around her past relationship. Now, I know I mentioned that my client does subconscious 
work. My client was a subconscious coach in the context of emotional abuse recovery. So my client had gone through um, an abusive relationship for 20 years with her then husband and got out of the relationship and now helps other people who are have gone are going through the same thing right using subconscious reprogramming to heal a lot of those emotions and wounds that result as from being in an abusive relationship and as she was reflecting back on some of these blocks she realized that you know in her past relationship her husband like they had money like they actually had a very decently large net worth but that didn't take away from the other types of abuse that were happening in her relationship and certain limiting beliefs started to come up for her right well if i'm given money then bad things are going to happen right there's that association with having a comfortable life in terms of just being able to pay your bills and go on nice vacations and things like that but associations with bad things happen literally it was like if i'm given the money bad things will happen like they did before right and she believed that in a way she was being punished right because she did it when they were first dating enjoy the fact that he had money i mean it wasn't the only thing that she enjoyed like she cared about him but she she was 19 when they met and she was like, I liked that, you know, I didn't come from a lot of money and I liked that he was able to take me out to a restaurant or whatever they were doing, right? And so she felt like there was that icky energy with money, right? So we're like, okay, that makes sense, right? That could be a block. You're probably listening to this and you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense, right? Well, there, there's the block. And you're right, but that's a layer of the onion. So we're talking through that, we're releasing it, we're clearing it, we're working through all of that, right? And we're diving deeper. We're diving deeper because it's always deeper. It's always deeper. You can just tell when you kind of hit the core, right? And so we're talking through, you know, how that doesn't have to be the case with money in the future, releasing the cords around the negative energy. And she's realizing that now, you know, she's worried that, okay, she could have, we've now gotten from having money is bad because then something bad's going to happen. Great. Now I have money. Let's use the scenario where now I have money. Well, what if my ex and his family, so her ex-husband, her ex-in-laws see me with money? Her ex and their family does not know that she has this entire business because she has, you know, kept herself anonymous, changed her name, all of these things. It's like, but they still know her in real life because they have children, all those things. They're like, well, they're going to see me with money. Right now, they assume it's my boyfriend who is just, you know, spoiling me with all of these things. And that's not inherently bad. And she doesn't have anything against that. But she's like, but it is me and my business. I'm like, okay, well, why does why does that matter? Why does that bother you? Right? And I want you guys to start drawing the connections here. Right? So we started off with it's too good to be true. I can't have it all. Why can't we have it all? What's the problem there? Well, if I have money, something bad's going to happen. Cool. Let's work through that block. Okay. Now you know it's safe to have money and nothing bad's going to happen. Why? Why is that? What's what bad thing else happens if 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 you now are allowing yourself 
to have money. Okay, well now my ex and his family are going to see me with money. They're going to think that it was my boyfriend. And that is bad because then they're going to believe that they were right. Now, what does that mean? A little bit more context. You know, when things were happening with my client and her ex-husband, they were fighting in court and you know, they were, the ex-family was calling her a gold digger and trying their, their defense case was basically like, you're just here for the money. Even though that was never the case, there was a million pieces of proof. Obviously we're not going into detail on that in, in this podcast episode. Um, but that was the accusation, right? You're a gold digger. And so my client was like, well, if they think my current boyfriend is just spoiling me with all this money, then they're going to think that they were right. They're going to think that they were right. And I'm just this gold digger and that, you know, they were right all along and I just took his money in the divorce and left him because, and I just wanted his money. Right. And I was like, okay, that's powerful. So I was like, so what do you want? Right. Like, what do you want? She's like, I want to be right. Like, I, I want them to know I'm right. She's like, I know I'm right. I know I wasn't a gold digger, but I want them to know I'm right. And she's like, logically, logically, I, I don't need them like, I know it doesn't matter what they think, but like, I, like you know, when you, there's that difference between logically you can justify something, but deep down it's like your emotions, how you feel. And it's so important when you're doing this work to be like, yeah, logically, I know that I shouldn't care, but like, if I'm being honest, I do. Because we're giving voice to our emotions, we're giving voice to our subconscious, and that's how we get the answers. It's just by being honest. Even when the answers are ugly and scary, or maybe you feel like they're embarrassing, like that is how you get to the root. So I'm like, okay, you want to be right. I was like, why do you want to be right? Why is it so important to you to be right that they know that you are not a gold digger? And then she looked at me and she was like, I can't even believe these words are going to come out of my mouth right now. And before I tell you what she said, I want to give you some context again into my client to help you really understand the depths that we have to go to get to the bottom of these freaking blocks, man. Like this client is so incredible in so many ways like despite everything that she's been through she's incredibly knowledgeable incredibly powerful she is like so ready to take on the world to help people like overcome the emotional trauma from their abuse she has like she is such an action taker like I told you guys about the 30 day tapping course, like every day she has note cards for everything that came up every single day. Like she is an action taker. She will go after what she wants. Okay. Like life is not getting in her way. And that's the type of person she is. And so when I asked her, why do you want this? Like what, what does your subconscious want here? Right. She, and she was like, I can't even believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. She told me, she's like, I'm saying this because I know it's important to be honest with you, but I cannot believe I'm, this is even coming up for me right now. She's like, I want to be right because I want to have victim status. I want to have victim status. And she's like, I don't see myself as a victim, but it's like, I want that victim status card. And I was like, okay, why do you want your victim status card? Because you don't identify as a victim. So why do you want your victim status card? And this was really, really, really powerful. Because what came out of this conversation was this subconscious belief that if she wasn't right, she didn't have her victim status card. What her victim status card would give her is validation. Okay? 
because if she stays small, the belief was if she has that victim card, she stays small, then people will know she was right. Meaning people will know she was hurt and abused. We unearthed that the deepest subconscious limiting belief was if I'm successful, it will invalidate the 20 years of abuse that I went through, right? Because as we were talking about it now, right, it, it, it was this belief that, well, if people see that I have made this business and I make this money and I do it in this way that I want and it's, you know, my dream business, then people might think, oh, well, was the, was the abuse really that bad? Like it couldn't have been that bad if you were able to so quickly turn around and build this business, right? And that is really, really powerful, right? Like this belief of people feeling like, well, how could she, how could she accomplish so much if she had such a horrible time and if it was really that abuse and that it would validate her, her abusive ex? It's like, see, clearly she wasn't hurt that bad because she's fine, right? And even now, as I'm sharing the story, I'm getting chills because it is just incredible what comes up when we really do this um, work. And I remember my client even told me, she's like, after we unearthed this, we were both like, whoa, right? Like, that's a big one. And she's like, it just, she described how she felt like, you know, okay, I, I just feel like I've been running and running and running on this treadmill, not getting anywhere. And then when you you unearth something like this, if I'm successful in my business, it will invalidate 20 years of abuse that I went through. Well, no wonder, no wonder you were not able to hit the income goals that you wanted. It had nothing to do with, you know, the right niche, the right messaging. Are you good enough? Blah, 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 which is usually what we come to the conclusion of, right? When things aren't working our way. But it had everything to do with, oh my gosh, this piece of your subconscious is trying to keep you safe. Could you imagine that? It's like, yeah, of course. If your subconscious believes that you're going to be invalidated, that 20, she literally described it as a 20-year prison sentence, basically. If all of that would be invalidated, of course it's going to do everything in its power to keep you small and not allow this specific business because she has multiple businesses to grow. Of course, of course. Okay. And that's why I wanted to share this podcast episode with you because I wanted you guys to see, number one, that this happens to everyone. This happens to people, like literally everyone has hidden blocks. Everyone, even people who love and breathe this work and do it for a living and are certified in the subconscious mind. Like these are people who are really smart, do this for a living with other people. And it's so hard sometimes to see our own block because the subconscious is trying with all its might to keep it hidden from us. Okay. Number two, I wanted you to see that it is so deep when she, it's interesting, right? Cause she did the thing that morning, that exercise in the 30 day program that morning. And we coincidentally had a call in the afternoon that day, which wasn't even our normal coaching day. So I'm like, Oh, interesting. The universe <laughs> orchestrated that. Cause like when you've oxford me in the morning, your, your block was everything. I can't have success because it's too good to be true. That was the block that was presenting itself on the, uh, at the top. But when we dug really deep and got through layer by layer, and that's why I took you through each layer to be like, 
show you how one kind of connected to the other. And it led us to, if I'm successful, it will invalidate the abuse I went through. That is not what you vouchered me about this morning, right? In fact, that was not even in your level of awareness this morning, let alone a week ago, let alone a month ago, let alone a year ago, because it was hidden so deep. And so that's the other thing I really want to get through to you guys is like, it, like take what you think the block is and bring it down five steps deeper. It's not to say that isn't a block, but those blocks present themselves. It's like you got to clear through that one and then it illum illuminates like the next step on your path that'll show you to the deeper block. Those deeper blocks, you have to dig and you go through each layer and layer and layer and it gives you a clue to get to the next one until you get to that root. And the best way I can describe it to getting to the root is like you just know, you just know in your core, you're like, ooh, it like hits you. And that's not to say that like there's never going to be something deeper, even lower than this, because sometimes that could happen. But I'm of the belief that your your subconscious is always bringing up to you what you are ready and able to process at that time. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Doesn't mean you want to face that stuff, but you're, it is safe for you to process at that time because you can handle it, right? So when you get to your bottom from where you are at at your current level, you will know, you will feel it in your gut. Like me and my client both were like, boom, ding, bam, we found it, <laughs> Okay. Right. And that's what I really I, I that's why I wanted to share this uh, this story with you. That's why I asked permission with this client, even though obviously it is a very like intimate conversation we are having here because it is such a powerful demonstration of like what this subconscious work really looks like and what it really takes to get to the bottom of it. Now, OK, we get to the bottom of it. Right. Well, if I'm successful, it will invalidate the abuse that I went through. So we've uncovered this, which honestly, in my opinion, is the hardest part is finding the the block. Because once you find the block, there's a million and one tools that you could use to release it from your subconscious. Like I always preach EFT, but there's so many others, right? Okay. And we, she, my client's a, a rock star at the releasing, right? And so we even just started to reframe it, right? To be like, okay, well, what if instead of the fact that you were so successful invalidates your abuse what if it wasn't invalidating your abuse what if instead the fact that you were able to become so successful in this business so quickly validated the coaching that you do the processes that you take your clients to through rather because again my client is helping people heal through their subconscious wounds around abuse so they can live their best lives and become the best version of themselves, whatever that looks like for them, whether it's a business, a new relationship, whatever, right? Like what if it doesn't invalidate the abuse, the very real 20 year abuse you went through, but instead is proof of how transformative the process that you take your clients through, the subconscious healing work that you do with them, it's proof of how effective it is. And I, it's funny because we were talking about this because the day before I saw she had posted on her stories, I guess someone else in that niche had posted like, you know, basically something to the extent of you, you never fully heal from it. You just learn to live with it. And someone else had commented, you know, you need one year of healing for every five years of abuse you went through or something like something like that. And my client was just like apologies. Like, that's not true. That's not true at all. Like, and obviously these people are saying that because that's what they know and believe to be true. They don't know any better, but that's like what my client was saying. She's like, and her story is the day before this call and all this happened. And she's like, that's not true at all. Like it can be faster. You just need to learn how to do the subconscious healing work around it. And I was like, 
don't you don't you see here how like it's all connected because even the week before that on our previous call she was talking about how she wants to basically up level in her business attract a new level of client all of these things i'm like it's all connected here right in order for you to hit these goals in your business not only do you obviously have to clear this block of if i'm successful it will invalidate the abuse that i went through right because that's a huge block that will keep you stuck. But I was like, do you see how going through that block and working through it in and of itself is is proof for everything that you stand for, everything that you just said that you wanted to do and grow in your business, which will inevitably lead to more sales. And so it was just a really powerful session in uncovering what was really holding her back all of this time and also validating that she was on on this right path because I told her I was like you're you're working with people who who want to grow after being in abuse I imagine that some of them also might have this limiting belief that now you have the ability to say that you you've experienced yourself so you can recognize that in others and also help them through it as well but that's a bit besides the point so all of that to say is that these money blocks are deep. And these money blocks are almost never about money inadvertently. Like they're never really that simple. A lot of times I talk about it on a high level because it's very difficult for me to, without giving a specific example like I did today, show what I mean when I say it is so much deeper. You have these subconscious blocks you have no awareness of. It's almost this weird energy of like, you kind of just have to trust me a little bit. That's also hard because I'm a person on the internet that maybe you're hearing for the first time. And so I really just want this episode to show you that anything that you want that's on your heart, it's there for a reason. It's because it's meant for you in some way, way, shape or form, whether because that's your end goal and that's the thing that you're meant to do or it's the thing that you need to do next to get to the thing that you're going to do for the rest of your life, your end goal, end game, whatever you want to call it. But it's meant for you for a reason. And if you, if it is on your heart to truly do this, this is a true heart's desire, not coming from ego, but truly because you're like, this is what I so want to do. And you feel like you are hitting a roadblock every step of the way, despite spending years, despite posting content all the time, despite investing in uh, marketing and sales and whatever coaches and programs. And you're like, I just can't seem to go past this plateau. I can pretty much guarantee it is not that you need another strategy. It is not that you need to learn the TikTok algorithm. It is not that you need to do whatever you think you need to do, post three more times a day. I can almost guarantee you it is because there is a subconscious block on such a deep level that you do not see right now. And the thing with subconscious blocks is they are so hidden and so not obvious until they become obvious. Like this one, the if I'm successful, it will invalidate my abuse. When it came up, it was like it it like smacked us both in the face. And my client was like, whoa, well, that makes it obvious. No wonder I wasn't able to be successful. But she didn't realize that for the two years. Neither would you with whatever your discovery is going to be. I've seen this time and time and time again with my private clients. There was always one discovery that they're like, oh, my God, the thing that I've wanted for usually years, usually it's years. They come to me and they've been trying to do something for two, three years or whatever it is. They're like, 
oh my God, I lost sleep over. I was would wake up in the middle of the night, just desperately wanting this thing. It's all I've thought about for the last however many years. And yet there was that part of me that for X, Y, Z reason was afraid of having it, didn't want it, whatever the their version of that is. And it becomes so obvious, but it only becomes obvious after you have connected the dots. It's like that Steve, I think it was Steve Jobs quote where he's like, talking about your life and it becomes really obvious when you look back, but it's not obvious in the moment. It's like, literally it's that. So if you're feeling stuck, take this as your sign that you actually are on the right path. You don't have to give up your dream, keep building that business, but spend some time really, really trying to dive deep. I would even encourage you, if you have someone in your life, you can talk to you to try to poke holes to do that because like I said it could be so hard to figure this stuff out yourself because your subconscious is designed to keep it from you so if you have someone who can like help you point this out that could be really really beneficial and as always if you want my support in doing that you know where to find me on Instagram or if you're not on Instagram you can email me always at support at victoriadambrosio.com I'll always have the contact stuff in the show notes if you ever want to work together and, and, and really, really dive deep. But those are the takeaways is that you're on the right path, but this stuff goes deep. And hopefully this episode really was able to demonstrate just how deep sometimes this stuff runs. So with that, if you guys enjoyed this week's episode, if you thought it was powerful, send it to a friend, send it to a friend share it on your stories. Let me know if you want to hear more stories like this, illustrating the like crazy paths that lead us to some of our biggest blocks. And I would love to do more episodes like this for you guys if 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 it resonates. So with that, I will leave you guys for the week. Have an incredible rest of your day and we'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.